welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. I'm Tokes Ayinla. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. And welcome to the second episode of the 2021 preparation series. As we approach the new year, I wanted to help you guys get started on the right foot and with the right perspective. And we don't have to wait for the clock to strike midnight to do that. The best way to be prepared is to get some things done in advance so that the moment it hits, we can get right off on the right track. This week, we're going to be talking about having a business, which can be a side hustle or entrepreneurship versus having a hobby. So... As you guys know, I am very big on fresh starts. Like every single new week, I'm excited. Every single new month, I'm excited. Every single new quarter, I'm excited. And of course, you guys probably guessed it. Every single new year, I'm excited because it's the perfect time to start something fresh because it's easy to track. If you start something on a Monday... You, you won't have to remember the date you started. You just know it happened on a Monday. Or if you say, this is I'm going to start this in September, it's easy to keep track because September ends and you'll be able to look back at what you did. And the same thing with the new year, right? And for those of us who have side hustles or who own our own businesses, the new year is a time to really take a look at what's been going on within that business and just actually ultimately deciding if you want to continue to run that business or not. Before I get into it, I just want to give a quick reminder to my business owners, side hustlers, entrepreneurs, anybody who has a registered business with the government. This is like the perfect time to really start accumulating all your taxable documents. Of course, the ones you can get your hands on. Go through your Amazon ordered ordered and go look at all the invoices that can be taxed off anything you're paying for monthly go accumulate um pretty much print or digitally separate those invoices to ensure that you don't have that stress that comes around tax season and if there's something that you need that you haven't been able to get a hold of or you don't have this is the perfect time to really call and ask those companies to resend you invoices or things like that because once it gets to the new year and the big boys start having their accountants, AKA pitbulls, <laughs> go after everybody and get those things done, you might not be able to get a hold of the people you need. And also if you're trying to file your taxes as soon as possible, you wanna make sure you have these things ahead of time so that the things that you may have even forgotten that you need to file or that you should file, you'll have enough leeway to maybe refresh your memory over time compared to if you book an appointment and the Friday before your Saturday appointment, you're there rushing to get everything. So that's just my little church announcement for you guys. It's something that I do and that I found very helpful on this self-employed business journey. I try to as much as possible, do it monthly where as soon as I get charged for something, for example, my Adobe suite, when they send me that email, I immediately go onto their website, print, um, download the invoice and throw it into a 2020, 2020 taxes folder so that I have everything there. So when it's time to see my accountant, all I'm doing is sending him over a giant stack of papers and I can be sure that nothing is forgotten. But yeah, back to the main point, which is, do you have a business or do you have a hobby? And as I said, around this time of the year, it's when we really take a look at what's been going on. And 
if you want to really audit your business and see what what happened this year and if you could do something different or if you want to just look at the first episode of this series which was the 2020 audit where I give you guys some tips on just some steps and tips on how to really take a look at the year for what it was and assess it from an objective standpoint and really be real with yourself whatever that means so if your side hustle or business isn't generating what it needs make sure you check that out but another angle to the generation of and when I'm talking about the generation of what it needs I'm talking money here right because you may be having the impact but especially if it's a business and it's your livelihood like aside okay when I say business I mean you're straight up entrepreneur you're self-employed side hustle could be is more so you still maybe work for a corporate body you have an actual quote-unquote regular nine-to-five job as well as doing something on the side right so if you're doing that part of the reason why we're doing that is because we want to make a living from it you're not going to leave your job and become an entrepreneur to not be able to afford to make a living that's usually not the goal right because we live in a capitalist society and it's necessary to make money to spend money to survive right so if you're If your business isn't doing what it needs to do, you might have to really ask yourself if you have a hobby or if you have a side hustle and not a business. Before I really get into it, there is absolutely nothing wrong with having a hobby. A hobby is absolutely okay. I have many hobbies, many things that I do for self-care, for fun, for peace of mind that will never, ever generate me a penny. And these things are very necessary to what makes me a whole person and what makes me able to do what I need to do in my work, right? So I'm not sitting here like insulting hobbies or saying that they're not important or anything or saying they're less than a business, but understanding the difference between the two is actually absolutely necessary, right? And where the problem can be is when you're putting your livelihood into a hobby. And that's exactly what I'm saying with regards to having a business that's supposed to sustain you, but it not doing that for you, right? And this can have you feeling extremely confused at the results you're receiving mostly because the results for the amount of work you're putting in and the expectations of what should be happening are not matching up. If you've been self-employed for a few years now, like the first year is always horrible. I'm not going to sit here. And that's why I'm saying go back to the audit, right? Like some of the reason why you may have not had the success you expected to for 2020 may have been because of the pandemic. And with that being said, there are some people who flourished in the middle of the pandemic. Like I'm not going to sit here and speak for everybody, but that's why the audit is important because you really tap into why and how you got the results you did or why and how you didn't get the results you wanted. Right. But in the event that your livelihood, which is your business is not generating what it should and not giving you the necessity it might be a hobby and I'm just going to give you guys some differences between a side hustle and a hobby just so you can really take a look at it and see what I'm talking about and really understand where I'm coming from it's not an insult it might be a read if that's what you feel but 
I think the the sooner we understand these things and the sooner we understand the way we move, the faster we can really take action from that place of knowledge, right? So the first difference between a side hustle, no, between a business and a hobby is that a hobby happens when you feel like it. Whereas a business or a side hustle happens regardless. So of course, if you're creative, having that muse, having that inspiration is beautiful and wonderful. But if this is how you make your money and this is your livelihood, you're not necessarily, you can't afford to wait for the muse. You have to create the muse. You have to become the muse. You have to push yourself to do it. And one of the books that I'm actually reading right now, that's really helping me like think about this in a really fresh way is the practice by Seth Godin. I'll link it in the show notes or I'll write, yeah, I'll put the title and everything in the show notes, go on Amazon in whatever country you're in and you'll find it. It's an amazing book. And another one is the war of art by, I believe it's Stephen Pressfield. If I'm mistaken, I'll correct it in the show notes, but I'm pretty sure. But those two books let you know that it's not about waiting for things to happen. And when you have a hobby, on the other hand, when you're not inspired, when you don't feel like it, you don't do it because there's nothing attached to it. So if you if you love to sing, but today you don't feel like singing, you don't have to do it because it's a hobby. But when it's your work, those excuses don't work in the same way. You cannot afford to say you don't feel like it. It's your work, so you show up. The same way when you work your nine to five and that alarm rings and you're like, bruh, am I really doing this again? You wake up and you get up and you do it. When you are a business owner, when you have a side hustle that you want to generate income, if your side hustle, you just want to constantly keep it a side hustle while you work your job, or if you eventually hope for your side hustle to transcend into full-time entrepreneurship, you need to put in the work like it's a job. This is not something you feel like. This is not happenstance, right? And that's what happens in a hobby. So I want you guys to really take a look at your work and what you're doing and see how you're moving. Are you moving with intentionality? Are you pushing yourself until it hurts sometimes? Are you pushing yourself outside of what you feel because you understand that obligation precedes feelings when it's a business, but when it's a hobby, feelings precede obligation because there is no obligation. We're not doing this for anything but our personal joy. So if it's really not bringing me joy today, I don't have to sing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But if it's not bringing me joy today, it's still my business. It still needs to be run. I have obligations to myself. I have obligations to my clientele or my customers. Like with this podcast, for example, sometimes I don't I'm like, oh, am I going to record today? I don't feel inspired by the topics I have or anything. And I'm like, well, this is not for fun. This is something that you're doing to give information to people. This is something that you're doing to put yourself out here. So even if it's not the most exciting topic, you have one, so you record. And I kid you guys not, my goal is usually to record on Tuesday before the episode comes out on Wednesday. But there are some times where Wednesday morning, I will have to wake up early finish writing an episode and record. And if you go through and you listen, the times where my voice is a little more froggy, it's probably because I'm recording it at eight in the morning (laughs) when I want it to come out for noon that same day, right? But that's the difference between a business and a hobby. If I'm doing it for fun, I can throw it away whenever I don't feel like doing it and I can pick it back up whenever because there's nothing attached to it that is livelihood or dependency or contract. 
even and when I say contract, I'm saying even contract to yourself, right? Like the reason why we wake up and go to work when we don't feel like it is because we signed a contract to be there Monday to Friday from nine to five or whatever time it is, right? So we have that contractual obligation to constantly do this, whether we feel it or not. So it's the same thing with your personal business or your side hustle. You have to show up. And when you don't show up because you don't feel like it, you're going into hobby territory, which is fine, but be real with yourself, right? And the second one is that a hobby has no tracking. A business or a side hustle is tracked. You track your expenses, you track your input, your output, you track how people are reacting to what you're putting out there. You look through marketing, which I'm still struggling with um, and all of that stuff, right? You can't say you have a business and not know what's going on with it because then it's a hobby. And when I'm talking about having a business, I'm talking about something that's registered with the government because that's also a part of having a business. If you're not going through the proper legal channels to ensure that your business is one, not even just your business, you're protected on all sides because if you have a business that is attached to you personally or you're working it through your name and something happens, every single thing you personally own can be attacked can be sued for, can be repossessed through that business. But when you separate your business out into an entity outside of itself, if your business is worth 10 cents and you are personally worth 10 million, if somebody sues your business, they cannot touch the 10 mil. And that is lovely and that's protection and that shows that you're serious about what you're doing. Because if you're really starting a business or already have a business and you're not even taking it seriously enough to separate it from what you're doing. That's already showing that one, you don't take it seriously because you don't even think it'll get big enough for those to be your concerns. And if it's not going to get big enough for those to be your concerns, it's probably not going to be big enough to give you to be able to sustain your livelihood. So if that's the case, it's kind of more a passion project or a hobby. And you need to know what your operational costs are, what your business requires to run and then also what you need to survive one of the things I'm doing right now is I'm budgeting no I'm creating like a spreadsheet budgeter pretty much where I'm writing down every all of my reoccurring bills every single month writing down the extras that I know also come along every single month probably gonna put those in miscellaneous and seeing exactly to the penny how much I need every single month to survive and to run my businesses because if we're not looking at these numbers and we don't know what we need, how do we know if our business is even doing what the bare minimum to keep us afloat as people and to keep itself alive in, as a business, right? So we need to be able to really track and understand what's happening. And if you're just doing a go with the flow type situation where, oh, yeah. I made money this week. I didn't that week. If it's a side hustle, that could be fine. Like it depends what you want for yourself, right? But if it's a business where you're working for yourself and this is your sole source or main source of income, it's very important to keep things tracked. And when we let things go by the wayside, it's because we're not taking it as seriously. And that's probably because it's more so a passion project or a hobby. So those are the two that came to mind first. I didn't want to overwhelm you guys or come at you all aggressive with this because we're all on journeys, right? And whatever works best for you is what you should do. So what do you do with this information? <laughs> when you ask yourself and you realize that you're, it's a business 
or you realize that it's a hobby or you realize that it's a business, but you've been operating it like a hobby. You need to assess that information be real with yourself. What do you actually want from this? It, are you doing it because it's nice to say, oh, I, I have a side hustle, but you don't really care for it like that, which is fine. <laughs> or is it something that actually means more to you and it's time for you to buckle up and prepare yourself so that when you enter into 2021, <laughs> a new a new fiscal year and all that good stuff, you can make sure that you already have all your ducks in a row to get things right, right? If, if you have your business and you've been living in the wild, wild west of not incorporating, maybe it's time for you to incorporate protect yourself because if your goal for next year is to make $200,000, $300,000 to be dealing with clients and doing all of these things, it's important to have some protections in place and some legal separation from yourself, right? So assess what this tells you and what you want and be real with yourself. Be real in that assessment. If you've been operating as a hobby or as a passion project and this feels comfortable and this feels right for you, keep going. Do whatever it is. And the second tip is move accordingly based on the knowledge of that assessment. So whatever it is, you come to the conclusion of whatever is going to work for you, whatever's real and necessary to you, that information is good enough. And now you make new steps and new actions based on that. And you can always go back to the 2020 audit and look through what the tips are there so that you can prepare accordingly for 2021. So that is the end of this episode. And with that, I'm going to get you right into the words to live by for this week, which are whatever works for you is good. Don't get caught up in the hype, friends. Some people are sitting here and really, especially using the pandemic to preach the entrepreneurship. English is not my first language. (laughs) Um, to really push the self-employment and the hustler mentality. And not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody's going to have a side hustle because that's not how society works. And there's absolutely no reason why anyone should feel pressure to do something that doesn't feel right to them because people are telling you that's the way to go. Because one, you won't even be able to do it well because you ain't about it like that. And two, It's going to be a waste of time that you could use to really hone in, refine, and excel at what you truly believe in and are passionate about. So be real with yourselves this week. Whatever works for you. Stop looking at what other people are saying you should do and the directions they're pulling you in. Because at the end of the day, you're the one who's going to live with the consequences of your actions and the consequences of your inactions and the consequences of of the pressure that you're succumbing to because somebody who isn't you thinks they know better for you than you, the owner of yourself, (laughs) which doesn't really make any sense, right? So just take time this week to really assess, look at what you want for next year, see how your business is operating if you have one and just make the right decisions for you. As long as you're good and you are at peace with the decisions you made, Mute the rest of the noise. Mute the rest of the noise. This is a process. This is a journey. Even if people don't see it now, trust me, when things start to go the way they are going to go, all of those people are going to come around. Some of them are even going to ask you to mentor them. So stick to the confidence and move in the knowledge of what you know. And have an amazing week. And I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.